Night suits me fine, and morning suits me fine. I've been so happy, happy, way up high, high, in between, down below, low, 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 low. Hola, soy Jordan, and this is a Spanish quickie. Fast, easy Spanish lessons from somebody who speaks your language. In this video, we're going to talk about the word low. You've probably seen low before. Did you understand it? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Yeah, me too. Low is tricky because it's used so many different ways, or at least that's how it seems, and how most schools and books teach it. But here's the thing. It recently dawned on me that low, regardless of how it's used, every single time low is used, it represents the same idea, the thing. That's it. Nothing more and nothing less. Low is the thing. And that's great news for us because once we accept that low really is the thing all the time, our low problems vanish instantly and forever. Don't get me wrong, low obviously translates to a million different things in English, depending on the context. What I'm saying is, don't waste your time memorizing a million specific contextual translations of low when instead you can understand this one idea that low means the thing and use logic to get to the same million translations naturally. Now my instinct is to start this video with low as a direct object pronoun. You've probably heard that low when used as a direct object pronoun means it, but that's a grammar issue and honestly it doesn't fit my narrative for this video. That low is always the thing. Or does it? Let's come back to low as a direct object pronoun and focus on low with an adjective right now. And this is really cool actually. We can't do anything like this in English. In Spanish, low can be combined with any singular masculine adjective to create the adjective thing. So low with bueno an adjective is the good thing. Lo is the thing, so lo bueno is the thing good, or said by anybody who's not a caveman, the good thing. A little weird, right? It'll be clearer with context. The good thing about almonds is lo bueno de las almendras es. In this one, lo represents an abstract idea. Along with bueno, that abstract idea is the good thing about almonds, which basically means the positive aspects of almonds. And you can do this with any adjective in the world. If you want to talk about the negative aspects of almonds, lo malo de las almendras would do the trick. Now lo with malo or lo malo means the bad thing. Notice it's lo no matter what. It doesn't matter if the noun that follows is singular or plural, masculine or feminine, it doesn't matter. The lo has nothing to do with that. It's always lo, not la or le or los or anything. And the adjective is always in the singular masculine form. Lo means the thing. And the thing represents a single idea, physical, abstract, but just one. Even when talking about positive or negative aspects, plural, it's still lo bueno in Spanish, not los bueno or los buenos or las buenas. In situations like this, lo bueno is like a list or collection of all the individual good things. So out there in the wild, lo bueno can translate to the good thing or the good things or whatever the context dictates. I call that the spackle theory video coming soon. But even when it translates to the things, lo still represents a single idea in Spanish, the thing, a list or collection of all the things. You feeling this so far? It's actually good we started with this. I think the Spanish authority does normally teach low as the thing when it's used with an adjective like this. Sadly, that's also where they usually stop. So close, yet so far. Now, this can manifest itself in some weird ways. Finding the thing when you see low is a skill. Sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's trickier, but you will get better the more you practice. So let's practice. Hemos hecho todo lo posible por ayudar a Andre Gomez. We have done all the thing possible for helping Andre Gomez. Or 
better said, we have done all the possible things to help Andre Gomez, and finally, we have done everything possible to help Andre Gomez. Since we don't say all for one thing, the presence of Toto has a huge effect on this sentence. It tells us they did more than one thing for him. So Toto lo posible here represents a collection of all the possible things, or everything possible. They have done everything possible for the guy. This is simply a situation where they speak differently than we do in English, and something you've just got to get used to. But do you see how logic alone got us from todo lo posible to everything possible? Once you know lo is the thing, you don't have to memorize or remember anything else. And what would you have memorized for lo in this case anyway? Strictly from the final English translation, lo seems to not even play a role. So lo means nothing? Yeah, that's what it means. This next example threw me for a bit. Context helps for sure. This is from an article about a dog who fell through ice into a lake. A man then risked his life by walking on that ice, throwing the desperate dog a rope and saving the dog's life. Afterward, the hero said, La parte genial fue que el perro fue lo suficientemente inteligente para saber que debía morderla. The brilliant part was that the dog was the thing sufficiently intelligent for knowing that he was having to bite it. Or better said, the cool part was that the dog was smart enough to know that he had to bite it. The la attached to the end of morder or to bite is a direct object pronoun and basically means it. It represents the rope. The dog was smart enough to bite it. The dog was smart enough to bite the rope. They actually used a word for rope I hadn't seen before, la soga. I'd always seen la cuerda for rope. So lo is still the thing here, but now the thing is the dog. Not just anything though, the dog's the sufficiently intelligent thing to bite the rope. So that's lo with an adjective, inteligente, and an adverb, suficientemente. And did you notice something? We knew lo means the thing, but other than that, we used logic alone to go from lo suficientemente inteligente to smart enough. Cool, go human brain. Again, I don't know what I could have even told you to memorize for this one. What does lo mean here? Lo plus an adjective works with verbs too. Lo bueno de viajar means the good thing about traveling, or the good things about traveling, or the good part of traveling, anything like that. Does that mean you should also memorize that lo means the part? No. It does not. Here's a real example with a verb. Lo malo de comer dulces en la noche. The bad thing about eating sweets in the night. Or the bad part about eating sweets at night. Pretty simple, I think. Same idea as the last one. Lo is the thing, but can translate to part or probably some other stuff too. This one contains a very common combo. Lo importante es la actitud. The important thing is the attitude. Or the important part is your attitude. Lo with importante is super common. And lo with any adjective is common with ser. Lo importante. Es, the important thing is, I think you're starting to get the picture now. Lo represents the thing. So that means we can replace lo in every example I've shown you so far with la cosa, the normal way to say the thing. And it doesn't change the meaning of the sentence. It doesn't sound as nice or smooth, but it does mean the same thing. La cosa buena de las almendras is the same thing as lo bueno de las almendras. Hemos hecho todas las cosas posibles por ayudar a Andre Gomez is the same thing as hemos hecho todo lo posible por ayudar a Andre Gomez. La cosa mala de comer dulces en la noche is the same as lo malo de comer dulces en la noche. To me at least, lo sounds better in all those situations, but I wanted you to see lo truly represents the thing just as much as la cosa does. Okay, that's it for lo with an adjective. Now let's figure out that lo que thing. This confused me for a while. Lo que dice, it 
that he says? What? But seriously, when we calm ourselves down and focus, when we believe in the thing, we quickly see lo que means the thing that. Now obviously, just like lo with an adjective, lo que translates to a million different things in English. But once again, there's no need to memorize them all. Knowing that lo is the thing and que is that is enough. Lo que is the thing that, always. So lo que dice es la verdad is the thing that he says is the truth, or the thing that he's saying is the truth. Or said another way, what he's saying is the truth. This is when most schools and books tell us that lo que means what, or that which, or whatever else they tell us. But forget all that. Well, don't forget it, but put it on the back burner. Lo is the thing. Lo que is the thing that. And that's enough to naturally get you to what, or that which, or wherever you need to get. It's the Spackle Theory in action. Todo lo que necesitas saber sobre Earthstone. All the thing that you need to know about Earthstone, or all the things you need to know, or really everything you need to know about Earthstone. This is the same as we saw before. The presence of todo or all in this sentence tells us there's more than one thing we need to know. And todo lo que is a collection of all the things that we need to know. Notice in this example, todo lo que translates to everything in the end. But todo by itself means everything or all. So what's the lo que for? What does it mean? That's the problem with depending on the contextual translations. They're contextual. If that's the context, then lo means whatever. If the context is different, lo means something else. If it's another context, something else again. If then, if then, if then. But how many if thens can we possibly remember? If you're anything like me, not many. And every time we learn a new if then, we gotta compare it to all the other if thens we have memorized to make sure there are no contradictions. But guess what? There are heaps and heaps of them. Because congratulations, you just memorized a bunch of contextual translations. You memorized a bunch of rules that aren't really rules. It's like you, no, I won't say that. But it's like you did something very mean to your brain. You misled it. You gave it contradicting rules. Don't short circuit your brain. Tell it that lo means the thing and it will take care of the rest for you. Okay, last example of lo que. Dejamos atrás lo que pasó con la resolución. We're leaving behind the thing that happened with the resolution. We're leaving behind what happened with the resolution. So lo que is the thing that, but now it's best translated to just what again. You feeling good still? Do you feel a little funny? Lightheaded? Don't worry, that's just the Spanish high. Cool, right? And if you're buzzing, that means you get it. And if you get it, lo de, what we're about to talk about, will be nothing. Before I tell you what it means though, using only what you already know about lo and your brain, what do you think lo de means? There are at least a couple logical answers. And three, two, one, lo de means the thing about. I'd say this is the least commonly used construction with lo. Lopez Obrador aclara que lo de amarrar al tigre no es amenaza. Lopez Obrador declares that the thing about capturing the tiger is not a threat. I think that's the best way to say that too, in English I mean. Maybe that thing about? Lopez Obrador is a famous politician in Mexico who obviously made a comment about capturing or taming the tiger, which I guess led to accusations that he was threatening other politicians. He's saying that thing about capturing a tiger, that wasn't a threat. Lo de can get weird though. Lo de hoy no es nada. Antes me abucheaba el azteca lleno. The thing about today isn't anything. Before, the entire Azteca, the name of a stadium, used to boo me. This is a soccer player who seems to be alluding to a previous time in that same stadium with more people booing him. The thing about today isn't something we would say in this context in English. I think we'd say this today isn't anything or that today wasn't anything. Yes? No? But no matter what we'd say, the idea behind the sentence is today's reaction isn't anything. Or in Spanish, la reacción de hoy no es nada. Now we can clearly see lo replacing la reacción, leaving us with our original sentence, lo de hoy no 
es nada. It didn't make sense, but now it does. We didn't memorize anything. We didn't look anything up. Reacción is a cognate. We just used our brains. We did know lo is the thing and de is about, but this isn't a beginner video, so I think that goes without saying. Then why hath you said it? Ugh, I am not a fan of snobby Spanish dude. Okay, I went looking for a tricky one. Cristiano, lo de siempre hay que seguir disfrutando del mejor del mundo. Cristiano, the thing about always, one must continue to enjoy the best in the world. I think we'd say, like always, for lo de siempre here. This is Cristiano's teammate saying he enjoys being teammates with the best in the world. So how do we logically get from lo de siempre to like always? Well, it's an abstract idea, so it can be a bunch of things, but maybe something like this. My motto always, one must continue to enjoy the best in the world. In Spanish, that'd be, mi lema de siempre, hay que seguir disfrutando del mejor del mundo. So now we can clearly see lo replacing mi lema, leaving us with our original sentence, lo de siempre. The weird part is actually the de. They use de when we wouldn't say of or about. And boom, logic wins again. Full disclosure, I did have to look up the word for motto. They listed a few things and I went with la lema. So Spanish speakers, tell me if I used it incorrectly or if you'd use something else. Okay, let's swing back around now to lo as a direct object pronoun, then we'll get out of here. I buy the car is compro el carro. Direct objects answer questions that start with what or who. So what do I buy? The car. The direct object in this sentence is the car. Then we can replace the car with it or in Spanish, lo. I buy it would be lo compro. It is the direct object pronoun now and still answers the question, what did I buy? It. In pretty much every school, every book, and yes, every YouTube video teaches lo as it when used as a direct object pronoun, including me. I told you the same thing in the video I made about direct object pronouns. Link is down there. And that is how lo is best translated, but I would no longer ever say that's what it means because lo always means the thing and it is just another way to say the thing. I bought it, I bought the thing. Please tell me the difference. Okay, I could go on and on here. There's a lot more I want to show you. There's a difference between el bueno, la buena, and lo bueno. They're all used and common, but they're not interchangeable, at least not most of the time. And a set of even bigger troublemakers, el mejor, la mejor, and lo mejor. Again, all are super common, but not interchangeable most of the time. Then there's the fact that we have done everything possible to help Andre Gomez going from English to Spanish now. That could be, hemos hecho todo posible, or lo posible, or lo que es posible. Even though all three constructions do work in this specific context, in my mind, they do create subtly different images. And it's just luck that they all work. That wouldn't always be the case. Listen, I just rambled for I don't know how long. I told you lots of things. We covered tons of examples. But I'm still not sure if I got my message across clearly. All those contextual translations the Spanish authority tells us to learn or memorize, they help frequently from Spanish to English, but they're usually worthless going from English to Spanish. So you go out there, you think you're prepared, but you're not. Which is sad, because in reality, as you've seen in this video, to truly be prepared, you only need to remember two ideas. Two ideas to figure this out for yourself every time you encounter an example of low in the real world. Idea number one, low represents the thing. Sometimes it's really a thing, and sometimes it's an abstract idea. Sometimes that's easy to see, sometimes you gotta look for it. And idea number two, the more important idea. We all have this powerful thing in our heads called the human brain, but if yours is like mine, it has atrophied over the years, because most of what's been presented to us as education and intellectualism is nothing of the sort. It's mostly the regurgitation of a bunch of if-then statements from them to us, so we can regurgitate it all back to them, then later to our children, and the cycle repeats. But the world does not have to work like that. You, me, we can change the world, just one brain at a time. Our brains, me, my brain, you, your brain, memorizing facts is not learning. Learning is giving context to those facts, to new information. How
How does this new information support or complement what I already know? How does it contradict it? Then we decide for ourselves where it fits in. Learning is understanding how the world works, no matter what world you're in. Right now, you and I, in this part of our lives, we're in the Spanish learning world. We have one goal, understand how everything in this world works. When the Spanish authority says, just learn that lo que basically means what? That is not how the world works. It's not what I see. I'm all about basically's, but a little context goes a long way. And that basically better cover a very substantial portion of what I see. Otherwise, it's not a basically. It's another if then. Wow, Jordan, you're the craziest Spanish teacher ever. Funny, I was just thinking the same thing about you. No, you're crazy. Because if you have yet to download my Spanish battle plans, they're free. That's what you are. When we learn something big, like Spanish, the beginning is always the hardest part because no context. So much coming at us at once. At first, it's harder to figure out what we need to learn than it is to learn it. That's why I created the Spanish battle plans. I designed them to give you context, order, a path or track to follow. You still gotta do the driving, but those battle plans, they're your roadmap. Too cheesy or no? Okay, gringo, get out of here. Then I'll see you next time. Hasta luego. Adios, amigo. I like your hands, all full of glory, all full of glory.